Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Some of the big things that have changed the world in the sting there, you know, sanitation and, and you know, uh, medicine and things like that. But you're, it's slightly more kind of... Bigger. It's bigger. It's bigger. You're right. I, I went completely That's what you're getting at, isn't it? I just actually <laughs> misspoke there. It's much bigger, this one, isn't it? It is. The yeah. lawnmower, the lawnmower. Tom. Um, do you, are you a proud lawnmower owner? Uh, now, that's a really complicated question. Uh, <laughs> you're consulting your notes there. Yeah, I've the reached the point where if I never... <laughs> cut the grass ever again as long as I live I'd be a very happy man so um, yeah it's a funny one I mean I recently became the owner of a lawnmower yeah um, I've got two you sound lawns. like you inherited one no I bought one I've got two lawns that sounds like you know I've got a massive estate or two somewhere homes. in the Midlands yeah it sounds like you two homes <laughs> I don't there's a, there's a little lawn at the front and a little lawn at the back but they're they're small but I was like like even if the lawn is really small you still have to buy a lawnmower do you yeah. know what I mean and how did you because you know I, I, you say you kind of acquired one you didn't go into a, a, a big shop and buy a brand no, new one no I did I did I you bought did. a new one actually what I did first you bought a new one for 65 65 euro I bought a new one for 65 euro it was the second cheapest one I think in the shop you know the way when you're in a yep. restaurant and you you don't have that much cash in the pocket and you're like I don't want to buy the cheapest wine on the menu but I'm going to buy the second cheapest yes. one <laughs> No, I was a bit like that, except with lawnmowers. I'm amazed you can get a lawnmower for 65. It's a very small lawnmower. Um, it sounds like uh, a small light aircraft is about to take off Brilliant. when I switch it on. So <laughs> it's electric then, it? It's electric, yeah. So you plug it in and you're constantly terrified that you're going to mow the cable. Oh, it's an art. Uh, which is terrifying. You have to have it over one shoulder, I find. Ah, right. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you, you know you more kind about of, lawnmowers than you're cutting, letting on. I've been cutting the grass for a long time. Okay. And, uh, and I did have two piles once. I used to cut my, my own grass and then drive across the city and cut my mother's grass. <sighs> yes. I know. I was wow. very dedicated. Yeah. And you have to have your cable over one shoulder and kind of have it to the side that you're cutting away from. Yes. You know, so you're always yes, moving away indeed. from it. Um, but I think I'm getting into it now. You know, I'm doing the little overlap and I'm getting the nice stripes on the grass. Stripes. And, yeah. You're taking to this very fast. <laughs> 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 A lifetime I've never managed to stripe. So anyway, listen, <laughs> events in hand, where did this all come from? Okay, so... I mean, the, the, a lawnmower, it beggars the question, well, where did the lawn come from in the first place? Because lawns are man-made things. They don't naturally exist. And in fact, they're, you know, they're f- few and far between nowadays. I mean, remember one of the most beautiful lawns in Dublin was at the front of Trinity College. No longer. They've rewilded that. It's now a meadow if you walk past it. So there's a whole movement against lawns, which is interesting in itself. But that tells us about where it began. And lawns to this day are are very much a status symbol. You know, people are very lawn proud. And um, even the word lawn, it comes from the old English uh, lawn de, L-A-U-N-D-E, which means glade, right? A glade is an open space in a woodland or forest. So that's what a lawn is. It's some sort of open space that wasn't open beforehand. And the reason for that is because in uh, the age of the the great castles of England and Ireland, 
you wouldn't have a woodland right up against the defences of a castle because you wouldn't be able to see your enemy. They would be, uh, they could hide too easily right. and camouflage themselves. So you would create a glade or a, a launder, as they call it, in front and around the whole building. And it was, it, it, it mowed itself because you would have livestock there cows, sheep, uh, horses, etc. And their fer- their manure would fertilise it and suddenly you had this lawn. A virtuous circle. Kind of the direction we're going back in, in really, in, in many yeah, ways. Yeah, it is um, in many ways. Yeah. When did what we'd call gardening then kind of start to apply itself? Yeah, so the great houses of the 18th and 19th century, they started developing these lawns because uh, it was a way to make this area more beautiful, make it more curated, more cultivated. Um, And then, indeed, with the development of the Industrial Revolution, even with an emerging middle class, people started having a little bit more leisure time, um, uh, more time to think about the the decorative uh, elements of their life, hobbies and the like, and, and gardening and lawns became a part of that. And of course, the question was, well, how do you maintain a lawn. Um, So what you did was you either got your shears out or you uh, rented a scythe man. And a scythe man would come to your house with his scythe, sharpen it with a bit of flint and very, very skillfully and with great difficulty cut your lawn with a scythe and making sure that it was all the same level. Not an easy job to do, I would You'd imagine. You'd love to get your hands on one of them today, wouldn't you? If if you lived somewhere and a man came with a scythe and yes. cut the grass for you. The neighbours <laughs> wouldn't forget you for a long time, would I they? I know. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, great. My scythe man has yeah, arrived. Excuse great. me for a moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that obviously uh, wasn't going to last for too long because it was expensive and, and difficult to, to get a very level cut, so to speak. So when did the lawnmower, as we know it, arrive? Okay, so the lawnmower itself, I mean, if we're looking at the, the world's first patented lawnmower, it's the British that we have to thank. It was in 1830, a man in Gloucestershire by the name of Edwin Budding. Um, he came up with the idea and he he was actually working in... Uh, textiles at the time and it's interesting to see the correlation because there was a little machine that used to trim the top of fabrics to make a really smooth sheen, a really smooth finish and it was a cylinder with blades on it that went over the top of a fabric to do that and he thought, I wonder could I replicate this concept but for grass. Clever man. Really clever and uh, that's what he managed to do. Interestingly Tom, he called it uh, a grass shearing machine. Uh, it was an extremely heavy wrought iron machine. It required two men to push it. Right. Uh, this is a, you still see them around, uh, trying to think, uh, it's a, a mechanical, a rotary mower. They that's were, what we call when, them now. When I was a kid, that's what my mother had, a modern equivalent of that. I think yeah. they, they probably still, yeah, his was very heavy. But the design itself didn't change. The, the design didn't, didn't change, no. I remember them being do. used in Tipperary even when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s. And they were, you know, they're a much cheaper option and useful for small lawns. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, what was brilliant about his design and very forward thinking is that he had a box at the front of it to collect the clippings. Nowadays, all mowers have the basket at the back 
but his it was at the front Clever quite different man. yeah they, they were great uh, mechanically in that age you have one Shanks Moore in 1842 which is a horse uh, pulling it yeah now I I posted a photograph uh, a few photographs of this earlier on Twitter Tom because I was really taken with this one because this was supposed to be a solution for the fact that the lawnmower was just so heavy they were like well what what do we use to pull people around? We mm. use horses, so let's do the same for lawnmowers. Um, but interestingly, the concern was how do we stop the horses' hooves from making puck marks on yeah. our beautiful lawn? So the inventor, by the name of Alexander Shanks, came up with has to be the best name for a pair of shoes ever: um, uh, lawn slippers. Right? These were these were leather booties, four of them, which you attached to the feet of the horse and they were like a really big pad yeah. so they distributed the weight more evenly They're of the beautiful. horse you posted the photograph the yeah. photographs are absolutely beautiful um, you have a photograph too of a steam mower my word looks like a train that cuts your grass yeah the steam mower is interesting again you can see what they're getting at here they're trying to find easier ways to to, to push the mower because they're just so heavy yeah. You're absolutely right. This has an enormous boiler on the front of it. It took several hours once you switched on this lawnmower before you could actually use it because the water had to boil first before the steam mechanism started to push it forward. It was also the world's first ride-on mower, 1893. The, the hint is in the word steam there, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> brilliant stuff. And you bought all that for just 65 euro. How incredible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Simon, thanks very much indeed. Uh, we'll have more after this. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.